Hello, welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Bryant Bullock, Fairfax County Health Department. He's the rabies coordinator there. We're going to talk about rabies, uh, rabies in Fairfax County, and World Rabies Day. So, Bryant, first of all, thanks for, uh, for being with us on The Conversation. Happy to be here. Okay. Glad to have you. And uh, uh, a, uh, an interesting and perhaps frightening topic that we're going to talk about. But first, a little bit about you. We always try to get to, to know the county employee here on the County Conversation. So you're with the Fairfax County Health Department. How long have you, how long have you been there? I've been here for uh, eight years. I was a consultant prior to this uh, doing hazardous materials and uh, oh, wow. natural resource work. Wow, okay. Always interested in the kind of the health area when you were growing up? or Always, in- always interested in the environment. Mm. Um, I was actually a, a pre-med student as well. So, oh, wow. But my, my background is mostly as a, as a biologist, uh, just an intense interest in the outdoors. Wow, interesting. Okay. So it seems like a natural fit then. It was a good fit. Yeah. What about rabies that... that I don't want to say got you excited, but kind of kind of makes you get up every day and go to the job. What is it about the, the rabies and the rabies coordinator position? Well, it's just it's very interesting. You get to hear a lot of interesting stories from our, our citizens. And um, it's um, I guess I get the opportunity to occasionally save a life. So that's oh, what wow. gets me in the office every yeah, now and then. That, that'd be a cool feeling. Rabies. It's I was thinking about it this morning. I, I knew we were going to be talking about this. And I was like, when I was growing up, Maybe I was just oblivious or didn't know or whatever. It, it didn't really seem like I heard a lot about rabies. It, it, it seems like it's more common or maybe more talked about nowadays. I think it's more talked about. Um, prior to 1982 or so, there wasn't actually that much rabies in the county. But hmm. unfortunately, we, we had an outbreak that began in 1982. And, and since then, it's pretty much endemic here, uh, meaning it's, uh, it's prevalent in the wildlife. What happened in 1982? I mean, do, do um, you know? Or the... Unfortunately, some raccoons were moved from uh, the area down in Florida, and these raccoons were infected with rabies, wow. and they were released into the mid-Atlantic region, um, and that initiated a, an outbreak of raccoon variant wow. rabies. Wow. Okay. When, it seems like when I hear about rabies, it's always a wild animal that maybe attacks an individual or maybe not attacks but scratches or bites an individual or, or maybe more predominantly a pet that's out running through the woods or something like that. Am I correct on that kind of assumption? That's correct. Uh, typically in Fairfax, we'll have between 40 and 60 confirmed rabbit animals per year. Wow. But the vast majority of those are, are wild animals. In particular, um, about half of those animals are raccoons. So those are by far the most risky animal in the county, uh, followed by skunks and foxes. Occasionally, we'll see rabbit bats, um, beavers, and possums not possums, I apologize, groundhogs. Um, and very rarely we'll see domestic animals develop mm-hmm. rabies. It's been about five years since we had a rabid dog in the county. Huh. Um, we've had two since I've been here, and I've been here eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, but cats, unfortunately, uh, because of the free-roaming nature of the animals, mm-hmm. are, are more common to have rabies. We've right. had two rabid cats this year. Wow. And last year we had five. But in general, these are semi-feral cats. They're generally not somebody's domestic cat that's mm-hmm. kept indoors. These mm-hmm. are cats that are, are more neighborhood cats. Gotcha. Uh, it it kind of took me by surprise. Kind of uh, interesting. I, I don't, when I think of Fairfax County, the first thought that comes to my mind is, you know, retail areas, shopping centers, big development. 
I don't think raccoon, skunk, and fox. <laughs> yeah, you you wouldn't. But interestingly enough, you know, the county has actually the highest raccoon population in the in the state, really? and that really is driving our rabies in this county. And there's an, there's an, wow. <clears throat> an incredible amount of green space intermixed with a lot of people, mm. and uh, and that just causes a lot of interactions with wildlife that you might not see in more rural counties where you just don't have the population density that right. we have. Is there anything I before we get to if I see a if I see a raccoon, what do I do? Or if I see an animal that I think maybe have rabies, is there anything I can do to kind of prevention angle? Yeah, the, I mean the key to rabies prevention is vaccinating your pets. Your pets are really a conduit for rabies getting from the wildlife into you. Mm. If your animal is attacked by a, an animal. If your domestic pet is attacked by wildlife and it's not vaccinated, there's a significant chance it could go on to develop rabies. So the most important thing to do is vaccinate your pets mm. and seek treatment if you yourself have been bitten by an animal. If okay. you as a human think you've been exposed to rabies, the best thing to do is is contact your doctor or somebody in public health, specifically me. Right. Okay. Um, that's a perfect opportunity for me to get you to tell us a phone number, website, okay, and then yeah. we'll repeat it later. But uh, <clears throat> while, while you mentioned it. <laughs> so if you think you've been exposed to rabies and you have a, an urgent question, you should contact me directly at 703-246-6004. If you've been bitten by an animal, any animal bite that occurs in the county is required to be reported by law to the uh, non-emergency police number. Mm. And you can report that to 703 703- Six nine one two one three one. Any bite or potential exposure you report to animal control would come to me through a report. Um, so ultimately, you could report to animal control, and I would eventually gain knowledge of that mm-hmm. after a day or two. Okay. So seven zero three two four six six thousand four or seven zero three six nine one twenty one thirty one if you've been bitten or scratched or whatever to kind of complete those reporting cycles. And then I think the health department, um, Fairfax County Health Department webpage, fairfaxcounty.gov slash HD also has information about rabies as Correct, well. Yeah. So, okay. Um, let's go back to the 40 to 60 did you say cases per year or, or confirmed 40, rabbit confirmed animals. Confirmed rabbit animals. Yes. My first thought when you said that number was, wow, that's a lot. There's 1.2 million people in the county, so maybe 40 to 60 confirmed cases is not a great percentage or a great number. What what's what is it? Is it is it a little? Is it a lot? Is it normal? It's normal. It's been trending that way for well since about the mid 1980s. Unfortunately, um, typically these exposures are exposures to domestic pets. They're dogs that have killed raccoons or cats that have been attacked by foxes in someone's yards that have been witnessed where we gain possession of that animal because it was wounded in the attack or, mm. or we catch the animal. Um, and then we test that animal to determine whether or not the domestic pet's been exposed mm-hmm. to rabies. Mm-hmm. In some cases, it's a human that's been attacked by the raccoon and had the, the presence of mind to actually euthanize that animal for us, in which case we test it and determine it right. has rabies. But the the wild animal or the rabid animal attack on animal is more common? Much more common. Okay. We maybe see a half dozen to a dozen attacks on humans per year. And a lot of the time, we do not get that animal. It, it attacks and runs off, um, mm-hmm. although the nature of the attacks would, would lend us to believe that that mm-hmm. animal is rabid. Mm-hmm. Are there certain situations where uh, one could avoid being in? Let, let's talk for the, the, the person part of it first. Is it walking late at night on a trail in the woods that's more a problem? Or is it just, could it happen just in the neighborhood at any time during the day? 
it could happen at any point at any time. Uh-huh. I guess situational awareness is key. You know, just be aware of your surroundings. Um, most of these attacks occur when people are gardening or doing something in their yard. Mm. If a human is randomly attacked by wildlife, that's generally what's occurring. They're mostly daylight events, actually. Oh, wow. Um, but, but it could happen at any time. It's just important to be aware of your surroundings and if you're bitten, to immediately wash that area and seek medical guidance, you know, seek medical attention. Okay. So bitten or scratched? Immediately wash it, just soap and water. Soap and water, yeah. 50% of rabies treatment and cure is, is actually wound care. So hmm. washing that wound down for 15 minutes really well is, oh, wow. is half the battle. Um, and then you immediately want to seek wound care. The thing with rabies is it's 100% fatal if you contract the disease. Once you're symptomatic for this illness, there's very little we can do to um, to save your life. Oh, so it's, it's but it's also 100% preventable. If you get vaccine um, before you're symptomatic, the disease will not, you'll not experience the disease. So prompt wound care, prompt reporting to me is, is critical in order right. to protect people from rabies. Vaccinate our, our pets and our animals. Is there a vaccine or something I should get as well, or is that yeah, kind of it, over the top? If, if in a human is exposed and you meet the criteria, we would we re, we vaccinate people, correct? Oh, okay. So the vaccine is a series of typically four shots given over the course of two weeks. Um, it's not painful, you know. Back in the day when when, when <laughs> right. this gentleman here and I were young, I, I'm sure we heard about the abdominal shots, the 21 you know injections into the belly with the six inch needle. But right. that that's not actually how it's done any longer. That was uh, actually a very ineffective vaccine. Uh, mm. Now it's it's four shots in the shoulder, essentially like a flu shot. Yeah. Okay. We're talking with Bryant Bullock, uh, Fairfax County Health Department. He's the rabies coordinator for uh, the Fairfax County Health Department, talking about rabies in the county. And I also wanted to mention uh, World Rabies Day. I, I, is that I was I, I, I try not to uh, mention days, but is that today, September twenty eighth? Today we're recording this. Yes, yes. Today is a uh, World Rabies Day. Um, it's a uh, it's. Primarily, uh, this disease affects people in the southern hemisphere. Um, so the actual day for World Rabies Days is time to c- coincide with their spring. Mm. In, in this area, it would be better to have World Rabies Day on uh, at the beginning of the spring because that's the, the time period where we really see the increase in activity with Interesting. rabies. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but but unfortunately, fifty five thousand or so people per year die of rabies wow. globally. Not in the United States. Luckily, it's only two or three here. Uh, but this World Rabies Day is really geared to create awareness right. in the developing world. Right. So let's go back. Interesting point. Uh, more prevalent in the spring coming out of the, the winter season as opposed to coming out of the heat of summer into the fall? Correct. I mean, we won't see much rabies activity during the winter months because most of the animals are hibernating, mm-hmm. not interacting with each other. They slow down and crawl into their holes. But when they emerge in the spring and breeding season starts in February or March, that's when we'll, we'll see a spike in, in rabies. And then it generally tails off a little, spikes up again in the summer when the bats come out, tails off again and spikes up again in the fall. And then it it gives me a break in the yeah. winter. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've told a couple of stories, but in your eight years with Fairfax County Health Department, have there been other trends or interesting things you've seen uh, that would help shed the light on uh, a rabies problem here in Fairfax County? We, we're, generally, the, the trend is consistent since I've had this position. Um, mostly it's in the wildlife. One slightly alarming trend is an increase in domestic rabid cats, that, well, semi-feral rabid cats that we're mm. seeing, particularly down in the South Care, County area of this, of this county. Oh, okay. So down in the Route 1 corridor, there's um, 
more free-roaming cats in that area that seem to be developing rabies than elsewhere. That's, in general, the only trend. Other than that, um, the rabies is pretty well disseminated in the county. There's not really any pattern to it. It could strike you at any neighborhood, anywhere. Mm. So. so just be be vigilant, I guess, is the first word that comes to my mind, or maybe just m- more aware of your surroundings and, and animals around you. Exactly. And, you know, if you see a sick or injured animal, you know, you want to avoid it. If, if it's wildlife that's acting friendly or, or approaching you, you really want to report that to animal control at that non-emergency police Because that's not natural, order. right? Correct. Yeah, wildlife shouldn't be approaching you. If it's doing that, there's probably something wrong with it. Additionally, if you have a domestic animal that's acting in a highly unusual way, intoxicated, uh, highly aggressive, strange vocalizations, Mm. that also would be a sign of rabies in a domestic animal. So wild animals acting friendly, domestic animals acting mean, (laughs) any strange behavior in an animal like that should be reported to animal control. It's also important to realize there there are sometimes reasons for animals to behave strangely, and and animal control can help you figure out if the animal is behaving consistently for that species. And you mentioned earlier raccoons, skunk, fox, some of the more common, I guess, animals. Uh, Can it be any animal? I mean, can it be birds? Can it be... uh so rabies is, is generally a mem- it's a disease of mammals. So if it's got hair on it, it could spread rabies. Uh, okay. Generally, you know, not we don't see it in fish. Birds technically can be infected, but that's theoretical Rare. and done okay. in laboratories. Hmm. So we don't really see it. We're not concerned with bird bites or any other bite from reptiles or amphibians or fish or stingrays gotcha. or whatever. Okay. Um, but we're concerned with bites from mammals. Okay. So any mammal can carry. Some animals are much more likely to have rabies than others. Generally, we don't see rabies in animals squirrel size and smaller. Mm, interesting. In the United States. Right. <laughs> Throw that in there. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that is a huge, huge difference. You mentioned some of the numbers earlier. What, 55,000 people die a year with rabies, but only a few of those are in the United States? That's correct. Yeah. The the vaccination programs in the United States have done a great job at reducing the rabies burden in humans yeah. here, as okay. well as in domestic animals. Yeah. So. Okay. Final thoughts as we're uh, kind of approaching our, our end of the time here together, Bryant, talking about uh, rabies, other things for residents to consider, to be aware of, just any anything else about rabies prevention in Fairfax County or or the rabies program with the Fairfax County Health Department? Well, luckily, our program is very robust. Um, My job is to interface with the medical community and animal control as well as the veterinarians, so I'm kind of a conduit for information. Mm. I guess my main message would be if if you have any thought that you might have been exposed to rabies, you know, contact the health department and speak with me. Um, If you think you've – if you know of somebody who's been bitten by an animal, you should really report that to animal control to get me in the loop. If there's something concerning about the the event, I'll I'll contact the person and recommend treatment. Okay. And again, if you don't mind, give us those uh, telephone numbers, et cetera, how folks can reach out and, and contact you or to report a bite, et cetera. Sure. If you're a human and you think you've been exposed to rabies, the best thing to do is call the health department at 703-246-6004. If you know of somebody who's been bitten by an animal, you should report that event. And that number is 703-691-2131. Okay. And again, the Fairfax County um, 
Health Department website at uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash HD uh, has a lot of information on rabies and some other resources that, that uh, folks can find. Uh, we're talking with Bryant Bullock, Fairfax County Health Department rabies coordinator, and you um, kind of wrapped it up nicely there for a minute, but I'll just kind of throw it back to you for the, for the final word, final thought, uh, anything I haven't asked or anything that you've, uh, you've thought of uh, in, uh, since we started that uh, you need to kind of end up on. I guess the main takeaway is, Vaccinate your pets. Rabies is a preventable mm-hmm. disease. Uh, vaccination of your pets is critical. And if you think you've been exposed, seek treatment immediately because it's 100% fatal and 100% preventable illness. Oh, good. Good four points. Good four tips right there to wrap it up. Bryant Bullock with us on the uh, County Conversation. want to thank him for uh, being with us and sharing good information. And thank you for, uh, for joining and listening. And do us a favor, if you will, uh, on the iTunes Store or the Stitcher app. Give us a, a rating, a ranking, a review, a little thumbs up on the Stitcher app, and be sure to share with anyone you know that might uh, uh, want to listen to this to get some valuable information about rabies and uh, how to, to prevent it. And uh, one, one more thought? Should mention there's a discount rabies clinic this, uh, this coming up Sunday, October 7th, out there at Lake Fairfax. There, there you, you go. go. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Nice little plug. Throw that in there. All right. Thanks again for listening to the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.